Hello, welcome to Reality. I'm Nicole Torpy Mason. We're back. We have been on a slight hiatus because Ryan is finishing up his grad degree. So we decided to welcome one of our all-time faves as an interim co-host, Dana Airman. And it's a special one because we get to watch a brand new Real Housewives franchise. We watched season one, episode one of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Please follow Dana on Twitter and Instagram at airhead. That's E-H-R underscore head. You can also follow us on Twitter at T-O underscore pod and on Instagram at welcome to reality M-K-E. Please subscribe and rate our podcast wherever you download it. It's very helpful to us. And now on to the show. Hello, welcome to Reality. I'm Nicole Torpy Mason. So it's been a while. We took a little hiatus and Ryan is not with us. We have an interim host. Don't worry, we did not divorce or break up. <laughs> He's trying to finish out his master's degree, which I already have, so no big, no big deal. But we have an interim host so that we can continue with the show. Returning champion, Reality TV lover, Dana Airman. Welcome, Dana. So happy to be here. And nice flex. I didn't know you had your master's degree. Oh, yeah. The first thing out of your mouth always. <laughs> <laughs> should, I, should I start with that? Like, I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's an education, so it's definitely worth it, if that's what you're wondering. <laughs> no, <laughs> it is. It's good. Everything's fine. No, I got mine before I had children, um, which I think was a smart move on my part. <laughs> and yeah, Ryan's like studying because we all believe that. <laughs> Just really dragging Ryan. Well, <laughs> welcome. We're going to have you uh, kind of take the reins and you got to be our resident comedian, the funny one. No I pressure. really consider that when you ask me to do this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> life is so funny right now I just gotta yeah it. it's just a laugh riot yeah yeah well why don't you since it's been a while and you we haven't had a show in a while and you haven't been on it for a while give us a reminder of what kind of reality shows did you grow up watching what do you currently watch what is your area of expertise in reality wow so I think you're right there with me in this. My uh, all-time favorite reality show is America's Next Top Model, but mm. cycles one through nine. After that, it gets it's it's just not the same. Yeah, um, I would say in the past I've been a teen mom watcher. Okay, I have, um, and then let's talk about what you've had me watch mm. for this podcast in the past. You've had me watch uh, a Dr. Phil episode. <laughs> Always good, yes. <laughs> and Supermarket Sweep, which if we're counting that, then that's probably number two on my list of reality shows. Now, have you been watching the new Supermarket Sweep? No, because I heard bad things. Well, I've only watched a couple because it's on at the same time as 90 Day Fiance, and that's like a, that's a yeah. must watch for me. I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> a glowing review by me. It's fine. 
a lot of buildup right there for <laughs> um i uh ooh, and this is a big one married at first sight and also to go along with that at the beginning of the pandemic love is blind was a good watch yes now did i watch love is blind so i do i i have dipped in and out of married at first sight um i did not see this past season are you like up to date you watch everything no i'm not up to date and i'm totally with you in like being in and out because every episode of that show could be a fraction of the length that it actually is because <laughs> i don't need the constant cutaways to the interviews where they're just like i'm just looking for a partner who's my best friend like yeah. i know <laughs> i know it, it does have this like weird um it, the bachelor and bachelorette does this too where there there's this like idea of like they like someone is working hard or deserving of love and it's just this weird like connotation that some people don't and you're <laughs> like i'm always like weird uh, okay <laughs> yeah my therapist would have something to say about that <laughs> your therapist dr pepper Doc oh my god <laughs> What if she was your therapist? I think, and that reminds me, we might, like, I don't know if we'll ever do an episode on it, but are you aware that one of the relationship experts got together with one of the uh, men from one of the couples on her season? Okay, so I, I feel like I've heard that, but I didn't deep dive into it, but I I, I do feel like that is an ethical violation. I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> I wholeheartedly agree. Um, and that is probably why she's no longer on the show. Yeah. Wow. Like, what, were they, like, doing the, like, experiment? Like, at the time? Like, was, he, was this person married to someone? Yes. <laughs> he was married to someone. And it went really wrong. Um... And knowing what we know now mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. he got together with the relationship expert, you can kind of watch it and see like where maybe she was more partial to him. Wow. Like the couple has a fight and she's mm -hmm. like totally on his side. Like it's disgusting what you're saying to him. Like he doesn't deserve that. And you're just like, were you crushing? My goodness. Yeah. Not since oh, I thought I could reference it, but I can't. There was a real world season <laughs> where a fella, he had two different color eyes. I know that. Oh, one of those. And uh, he like hooked up with like a segment producer and it was like on the show where he was just like screaming at her in a car and she's like, do you know what I gave up? Because she got like fired for it oh. or whatever. It's... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I gave up. Amazing. This lucrative job. Oh, yes. Did you watch the season of Married at First Sight with like the basketball player? There's like a tall basketball player dude. I mean, he I think he played in like Europe or something. You know what? So I have to be honest. I I've seen part of it. I think for me, it's all about the beginning of each season mm -hmm. when they're like picking who the couples are going to be and like their wedding. And then after that, I lose a lot of interest. Interesting. So, so do you like a, a wedding episode of a reality show? 
if the couple doesn't know who they are um, <laughs> okay I love right. when they they realize like oh that person coming at me is I'm yeah share a bed with them yeah all right because mm-hmm. I feel the opposite I feel like in the beginning that like of that show like well first I don't like a, a wedding episode of any reality show and I know I'm wrong because every show that has a wedding they'll do like three episodes of it so obviously people like it um but that show like I really enjoy the part where they get to where like someone's like <laughs> someone's like I really am starting to fall for you and another person's like I just don't feel comfortable with a stranger and it's like you signed up to marry a stranger <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah, I don't either. That's why I don't marry a stranger. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Right? Like, I know myself, and I know that wouldn't be cool, so I'm not going to do that. Yeah. But you're so right. One of them is like, like, I'm so into this, like, I can't wait to grow with you, and the other one is like, it's just weird, (laughs) like, even being within six feet of this stranger. Now, I wonder who has a better... um, like success rate married at first sight or bachelor or bachelorette because i feel like percentage wise it's probably about the same i think it would be very similar actually yeah and wow you love to bring math into (laughs) reality i love math i just i want nothing more than to do math with my reality (laughs) (laughs) like next episode bring us those stats I'll get on. I do. I do know that that um, Big Brother has a, a a higher success rate of couples than than the Bachelor Bachelorette Bachelor Bachelorette franchise. So really, yeah, I think it's because they actually know each other before they get married. <laughs> you know what? I'm inclined to believe that. Uh, it's always good when you have a history with someone you're gonna yeah yeah yeah. Like, you know, you agree on the same things and you like the same things. (laughs) You're not disgusted by their touch. Like, (laughs) Uh, they're not, they're not like sleeping with their therapist that's supposed to be counseling you. You know, those sorts of things are good. Those are, yeah, you gotta be on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And yeah, bring me, bring me to, to this week's episode. All right, so this is exciting because we have a new, brand new franchise of Real Housewives. Now, you are new to Housewives. In Have you ever seen any episode of Housewives? Literally never. Okay, okay. Wow. Strap in. <laughs> well, and can we talk about, like, you know, I had heard of all these franchises. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, am I correct in that Orange County was the first one? Yes, Orange County was the first. Right, and so it's like, from my perspective, it's like, yeah, Orange County, I believe that. New York, Mm -hmm. Atlanta, Mm -hmm. Miami, I believe that. But then when you, I looked at the list and I got down to Potomac and Mm -hmm. I was like, that sounds fake as hell. (laughs) And then Salt Lake City, which is the new franchise that we began this Mm -hmm. week, I'm Mm -hmm. like, are you punking me? That's, this seems like an <laughs> SNL parody of what the show would be. Now, I do. I just want to say that Potomac is like the best franchise out there right now. Like it is, it is always on point. It's amazing. It's hilarious. 
the women are awesome. They, they fight, they, but in like the wildest way, they like, they're really like shady towards each other. It's very fun. It's a really fun franchise. And it's, I'd say it's number one right now. I mean, that's just crazy though that, and for like anyone who doesn't watch that and doesn't know, it's like Potomac is like right around DC. Right. Yeah. But like the name recognition of Potomac is like zero. Yeah, I believe. Oh God, I mean, don't don't quote me on this. Take this like a Wikipedia source. But I believe that Potomac originally was supposed to be a different show, and then they rebranded it prior to like releasing it or whatever as as a Real Housewives. So I don't think that they were like scoping Potomac as a potential place necessarily for a Housewives franchise, but. Okay, well, that makes good sense to me. That helps illuminate, like, how this came to be. Looking yeah. forward to Real Housewives of Waukesha. <laughs> I mean. Look, Chicago's right there. It's on, you know, it's there. Um, there's got to be some quality Chicago, you know, but I, Waukesha would be fun, too. I, you know. I mean, <laughs> every city in America, we're coming for you. Yeah, I'm I'm here for it. I'll watch it. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, Salt Lake City. So jumping into Salt Lake City. So this is season one, episode one of Salt Lake City. Um, do you want to give just your overall impression, and then we'll go. We'll we'll just go cast member by cast member because why not? It's a new sh- it's a new season. So. Yeah, I think that's gonna be important to to go through cast member by cast member and i can't wait to even analyze um the kind of like the opening sequence the intro sure assume that's kind of standard of every uh franchise is that the catchphrases you mean yeah yeah oh yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) and no matter what city you're in, do they try to capture a little flavor <laughs> of that city? Because Salt Lake cities were crazy. One of them, I'm going to get some of the words wrong, but it was literally, I love God, but I'm not afraid to read you like a scripture. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> Am I supposed to be intimidated by that? I, you know... There's a long history of the tagline. Okay. And I, I always bring this up anytime we do a housewife show because it's my favorite thing in the world. But on OC, one of the very first taglines uh, by Vicky, who was the longest running housewife up till recently, she just got fired. Her <laughs> very first season housewife tagline was just simply, I don't want to get old. <laughs> That's all it was. <laughs> I love that tagline because <laughs> there's there's no explaining it. There's just there's no explaining it. It is what it is. Yeah, I able to get old. Yeah, I I I live for that. I love that. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, so every season, um, some of them are like, some of them will be like, based on what happens in the season, like, there'll be like a little hint to something. Um, Kyle Richards is famously always like, in Beverly Hills, blah, 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 blah. Like, she always says, like, or around here, like, she always like brings up Beverly Hills. Um, <laughs> trying to think. One of my favorite li- uh, taglines ever also is from Dallas. It was a, a woman um, called Cameron, and hers was... <laughs> 
um, dumb blondes get noticed. Smart blondes get everything. And she, she had <laughs> real vocal fry when she said it, and I loved it. Yes. Oh, I like that one. I like that one, but this scripture one um, has that religious uh, flavor to it. And also I liked the one, like, like my pioneer ancestors, I'm ready to blaze a new trail. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> so the first one was Mary's and that one's Heather's. Um, I, I do have a question about that. Like blaze a new trail, meaning like on the show or like just in life. How did you take that? Because <laughs> I was, that was the one I was like the most confused by. I was like blaze a new trail where? Oh, so you thought about it. <laughs> um it's all I think about Dana. <laughs> it, I didn't dig that deep, but uh now okay. that you're asking me, um just in general in life, I think is how okay. I took it. All right. Which is which is to say I think that the producers were literally like, you need a tagline, and she panicked, and that's what she said. I, I well now yeah I mean that's I'm here for that to be honest with you like I, I know that they have to be approved at some point but <laughs> <laughs> sorry I'm pulling them up just so I can see some of the other ones um oh yes the mo the one that like I so I will admit that they release taglines prior to the show coming out it's like a thing that Bravo does like they release like the taglines and then they release the trailer and yeah. It's a thing. Um, but Whitney's was, <laughs> this rose isn't scared to handle a little prick. Which oh. I felt was a bold choice for a first season tagline. Right. And re please remind me what Whitney's husband's name is. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Whitney's husband's. You can hear me going through my notes. Uh, all I wrote was... <laughs> <laughs> Married, married, pregnant in a prom dress, uh, and she got excommunicated for an affair. But let me Google it really quick. Justin. Mm. Justin Rose. Justin. Oh. Well, the fact that his last name is Rose mm. is yet another layer in the mm. tagline. However, for her to say. Um, she's not afraid to handle a little prick. Like, is she straight up saying he has a small penis? That's a great point, because I don't know that I connected the fact that her husband's last name was Rose. Even though I know her name is Whitney Rose, I, like, to me, that was, like, a stage name type thing. Yeah. And so I didn't realize, yeah, that does feel like a burn on him, doesn't it? <laughs> and yet, a, a burn on her to know everything that she gave up to be with. Lot to think about. Yeah. Lot to think about. <laughs> so I mean, we're talking about Whitney. Should we start? With yeah, Whitney? let's start with Whitney. <laughs> I mean, a lot going on with Whitney. Um, so again, she did apparently. She was her and her husband were have been excommunicated from Mormon Church, which is a huge deal, apparently. Yeah, yeah, because she's. I think she said something like. Was she also from like Mormon royalty? Or oh, yeah. I, I know Heather said she was, right? 
yeah, Whitney had ancestors who like worked with Brigham Young and and Joseph Smith or something who I guess if you're Mormon that means something to you yeah and uh yeah so I remember her saying like so it's actually a big deal that I'm not Mormon anymore yeah and I this is totally random but I um and we'll get to this later Howard Hughes made made a made an appearance I um have the, I've read this book about Howard Hughes that I love and it has like a lot to do with the Mormons because he only trusted Mormons to do work for him, whatever. But um, I was reading this thing um, that like Mormons apparently have like a very specific uh, like line of families that were like original like pioneering Mormons like Heather mentioned. And there's apparently like books where like you if you're like in the book, you're like, like, you know, Mormon royalty, like you're high up there, like, like Mitt Romney's like grandfather traveled with one of the whenever they went out to utah like he's in the book too and so it's like this thing apparently but nicole i love the phrase you just said mormon royalty that's I'm my all in. oxymoron <laughs> 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 i'm all in i, I want to know all of the like ins and outs of mormon royalty life and like what they're allowed to do and what they're not allowed to do and well and i think that's gonna come up when we talk about Heather. Yes. A lot. Yes. Um, but for Whitney, yeah, she she and her husband got excommunicated because they were mm-hmm. married to other people mm-hmm. and then they had an affair with each other, um, which is just a huge, huge no-no. But they're yeah. still They are. <laughs> I mean, um, that coming. Yeah, he apparently he's 18 years older than her, and she did say she got married in her prom dress while she was pregnant, but you very clearly pointed out to me she did not say she was at prom at the time, so so it may have been a couple years post-prom. Yeah, like she held on to that dress, and it became multi-purpose. At the same time, that leads me to believe she was, let's give her the benefit of the doubt and say 20. Sure. Then he was 38. Wow. <laughs> that puts it in perspective a little bit. Yeah. Okay. But okay. they you know, they seem happy. They do. I mean <laughs> I mean of every of every couple maybe. Oh they yeah. It's me the most. Yeah, there well and we will get to this but there were some where I was like, "Ooh, Lord." This is doesn't seem to be going great. But I do want to say one thing about Whitney that I loved. Um, There was a point where she... Okay, so I will say this. Uh, A lot of, one, Salt Lake City seems like it might be a little bit behind in terms of, like, the fashion-forward nature of of a Housewives franchise. (laughs) Like, they seem like they might have been, like, you know, 10 years behind. And, you know, that's fine. I live in the Midwest. We're, We're behind as well. It's fine. But they don't seem to know it. They they yeah. act as though they are at the forefront. Because um. that, oh God, that party, and we will, we will, again, we will get to it, but that party, the, the like, <laughs> the styling of that party felt very, like, season one of Beverly House, Beverly Hills Housewives to me, you know, like, <laughs> Shade. Um, yeah, no, but there was a point. Sorry. 
I was saying, Jen, this better not get back to Jen that you said. <laughs> B- believe me, God, I love Jen. I don't, ple- you know what? I'm cutting it out because I love Jen. <laughs> I'm cutting it out. <laughs> Never happened. I won't because I don't do that much work on this. But, um, <laughs> but there was a point where Whitney was dancing on a pole. Do you remember this? I, uh, I'm here to say I do. <laughs> and in the background was her father who has very distinct hair so he st- stood out to me and yeah, he's the on- joy on his face watching his daughter pole dance brought a little joy to my life <laughs> <laughs> yeah Whitney's father he's got a very um his look, like with the distinctive hair, is very like if he had been a rock star in the eighties and yeah. he let go of that. Yeah, or like Ken Burns. A, a mixture. Because he kind of has that like, hey, you might have enough money to throw some highlights into that matte hair color. Just throwing it <laughs> out there. <laughs> yeah, like a love child of like a motley crew member you haven't heard of. Uh-huh. And Ken Burns. Yeah, man. Very cool. You're right. <laughs> That's how and and I cannot wait to get to know him more because if we can go into, you know, at the end of the episode they kind of show what might happen throughout the season mm-hmm. and and he's got a problem. Yeah. So, yeah. So. so so you think we're gonna what if we get nothing more than just like that? Like, like we don't see that's him again. Not, that's not okay with me. I need to know what way is he going to go. Mm-hmm. Is he going to go the rock star lifestyle, or is he going to get really into documentaries? He's at a crucial fork in the road. <laughs> I don't want it two ways. He's like, I can either party all night, or I can make a fifteen-part documentary about bakeries or whatever. You know, like. <laughs> Yeah, the Grand old Opry. Yeah, so uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm going to see more from him. Yeah, I'm ready for it. Um, I don't know that there was anything else exciting about Whitney, except that, like, I don't know. I'm here for her. She's She'll probably throw some funny into the, into the group. I think so. I like um, Let's see. The funny thing is, okay, I was going to go next to the two that look exactly alike. Um, yes. Yes. They're kind of, you know, they are who they are. And I'd rather talk about the other ones longer. But now, of course, was that Lisa and Meredith? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and and they were introduced one right after the other, which did not help. Yeah. Um. So for Meredith, who, um, who it's her birthday. So mm-hmm. at the end of the episode, when there's a party thrown, it's ostensibly partly for her, <laughs> although not really. Yeah, Jen, <laughs> Jen threw the party, and she really, um, I guess she made some of her own decisions. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. So my first thought about Meredith is she says that she lives in Salt Lake City part-time. So I was like, get the fuck out. (laughs) I don't, why are you taking up time? Yeah. Now, 
she is she said she's jewish from chicago and so she's kind of like fish out of water essentially in salt lake city um she was the one who had the most amazing son on the planet brooks brooks we're all here for brooks happy for brooks get out of salt lake city brooks how about that you're just throwing it out there (laughs) it gets better (laughs) (laughs) but um i i don't want i'm not I'm rooting for a marriage to succeed, you know, but they are, she's getting her own money. She's getting, she's getting it lined up, right? That's. I think so. I think she's planning an exit. Yeah. Yeah. They did not seem to be super. I mean, everyone has rough patches. I don't want to judge, you know, but it seemed like they were on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Agreed. And Uh then. Yeah, Lisa is like her twin. Yeah. And I want to discuss how she's got two kids Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and each of them above their bed had a (laughs) sign with a large word. Oh, yeah. I I wrote this down as well. (laughs) One of them was hustle Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. one of them was grit. And I want to know, Nicole... What would the word be above your bed? <laughs> above my bed? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> A mantra for the day. Man, I, I would just say, like, <laughs> God. Can I, before I answer, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stall and, and answer and say something else. Yeah. Um, did you happen to see what the what the um, definitions under those words said? No, I can't say I said it. Okay, so um, I didn't see both of them, and I paused a bunch of times to try to get grit, and I unfortunately did not get grit. But under hustle, it said verb, the most important word ever. That is simply not how <laughs> definitions work. Somebody get Webster on the phone. Yeah, and I tried to get grit, and I know within the definition, it also used the word hustle. Um, so I'm not. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, what would your word be? I can't think of a single word that would like motivate me in my day. Like, I think mine is a little meta, but I think mm. mine would say sleep. I think it would be indicative of what yeah goes on there and what I'm always looking forward to. Yep. Mm-hmm. That says it all. <laughs> now, can I tell you my first impulse was struggle, which really I think says something about me. <laughs> struggle. Because <laughs> I was just thinking about like if I'm waking up, my first thought is like, you just got to get out of bed, like struggle, like struggle through it. Yeah. I like to sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to wake up and see grit. Grit. No, that's just going to make me feel like shit. Hustle, I kind of, I mean, I guess I sort of get it, you know, but grit. grit. Yeah, and I mean, as if this weren't obvious enough, like these kids did not decorate their rooms that way. <laughs> that kid wasn't like, I want grit above yeah. my head. No, I also think it's strange that they were in two separate rooms and had, like, what appeared to be two of, 
like a pair of pictures like because I could see like in a gym or something it being like hustle grit mm. strive or whatever Good. <laughs> but, but they were in two separate rooms which made it seem very aggressive yeah how old were those kids do you remember oh I want to say I feel like what hmm, no I don't even know why I would attempt to say they just seemed old enough to have like an opinion on what their room looks like and clearly like that like those rooms looked like um like if you were walking through a model home and they were like here's boy room like it was just (laughs) it was very like no personality whatsoever yeah most definitely (laughs) and then i seem to have an i wrote down tattoos and I guess oh. about Lisa's husband, who has a bunch of tattoos, but he just seems mm. like the most white bread guy I could ever Yeah. Imagine. So it was shocking. Well, Lisa was weird because she kind of made it seem like they were very, like, LDS and, like, that, that although she, like, I think she said, she, didn't she, like, transition old, like, she wasn't raised? I don't know. Her sister got her into it or something. I don't know. But, um, but they... Like, they seem to suggest that they were very LDS and paid attention to being Mormon, but they also seem to own a vodka, or a, was it vodka, tequila? Tequila, right? Oh, yes. And then they're working on a vodka. Yeah, okay. Because, hello, I will, I'll try it. Give it to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love a housewife product. I'm, I'm here for it. But you're right. They own the company and everything, but she made a point of being like, but I don't drink it. Yeah, weird. So what do you do? And like ethically and morally, like how is it okay for you to sell it? Well, I believe she said something to the effect of the good thing is you can care, but I don't or something to that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, nope, don't care. <laughs> you can care, but I don't. Um, no, I actually, before we move on, because there was one like really big part that I wanted to get to with um, Meredith. Now, Meredith, <laughs> Meredith again, and her, her and her husband, I, I'm not sure where they're at in their relationship, but it doesn't seem super great. But he, he sent, it was her birthday and he was out of town for her birthday. Do you remember what, how that played out? I remember that her husband enlisted Brooks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Their, to, son. their son. Their son to um order a bunch of flowers or what seemed like just the petals i don't even know (laughs) and just like have them spread out across a room really Uh 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 what is it i you know you see in movies all the time that's supposed to be a romantic gesture Mm -hmm. but i would look at that and i'd be like well who's gonna clean up this fucking mess Truly my first thought was like, if you're sending me flowers because you're out of town on my birthday, great, wonderful, great move. Weird to get the 21-year-old son to do it, but was he great and adorable and hilarious? Yeah, loved it when he was like, uh, dad, some flowers showed up or whatever. And then he said, he said something like, and I'm really tired from having done this, which I thought oh, was yeah. fun. <laughs> But, like, my first thought was, like, now does she have to clean all – because there was a lot, like, a ton of flower petals. Yeah, and it's not like you're just going to leave it like that. Yeah. Like, you can't. There's no point to it. 
it just doesn't seem like a good gift. <laughs> it did not. And I, and my uh, one of my favorite moments was when Brooks was like, they put this thing in the middle. It looks like a casket because it was oh, just yeah. like a, a square covered in or like a rec, like a long rectangle covered in rose petals. Yeah. Very strange. See, that's the part that I'd be like, okay, I'm listening. I'm listening. No, <laughs> I uh, just, yeah, it was baffling. And, and yes, who's cleaning that up? And ima- just imagine how much that costs. Like, I'd be like, you could get me many things that I would prefer over cleaning up rose petals for $300 or whatever. It co- I, look, I don't even know. What could it cost? $5? I, who I knows? Right. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm so in agreement. That was just worse than if he hadn't done it. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I mean, I'm happy that Brooks is here. I'm happy that Brooks is helping out. I think it's a little, I think it's going to be weird when, when his dad's like, Hey, can you tell mom I'm divorcing her or whatever? But like, (laughs) also, did you see how they hiked arm in arm three people? (laughs) Like that ain't how it works. I'm not an outdoorsman, but. Oh God, I forgot because when they showed that footprint and they were like, I think it's a bear. I was like, that is not a bear. It was like this, it was like a large dog size footprint. And they were like, definitely a bear. Like, no, <laughs> like you ever been to Utah? It doesn't seem like you live here part time. Oh my goodness. Um, okay. So let's move on to my, I think, so the last, wait, no, I lied. We'll leave Mary for last. These two next two, I think, are gonna be my these are gonna be my number ones, I think. I think. In I can't speak of, Yeah, of like the energy that they're gonna yeah. bring, the conflict. Yeah. So do you wanna talk about Heather first and then we'll go to Jen? Heather. So Heather is our single lady. Mm-hmm. Actually. Um, but she has like three daughters. Yes. And she is Heather's also the one that owns um what I don't know what you call them, but it's like a it's like a cosmetic surgery, but not surgery, cosmetic procedure. You know, it's like a skin bar, like a lasers, Botox, injectable type stuff. And so she's really interesting. She's kind of the one that pushes what it means to be a Mormon and how they're all striving for perfection. Yeah. And I thought that was a really interesting idea. And that's why she does what she does with the cosmetic procedure place. And so, I mean, it's hard to talk about, right? Like, I don't want to shade anyone for like getting procedures done. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I also don't love how she brought in her teenage daughters and was like, all right, take care of these greasy face monkeys and start getting procedures. Yeah, yeah. I mean, (laughs) first I'll say I did not know that this was a thing among Mormon women. Like, it feels like a, a culture that does not allow you to drink or have coffee would look down upon injecting poison into your face but like whatever as i have said many times on this show 
at 22, I was like, that's insane. At 35, I'm like, sure, let's get poison in my face. You know, like I, <laughs> I get it. I'm here for it. But it's really strange to me that that's okay. Unless it's maybe like an ex-Mormon thing. I don't know. Like, I, I mean, there are so many things that they pick, that each of them picks and chooses. Like, yeah. one okay. And I, I don't understand it. Um, but yeah, that, it just bummed me out. Like we're getting the girls into it real early. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it's also like this weird like thing because it's like, it's kind of cool that their mom like owns and runs this like super successful place and like is, has like, you know, but it's, yeah, it's a, I guess it's just what it's like to be a woman. (laughs) Like, it sucks. <laughs> and um, Heather probably delivers an incredible speech about everything that she is all about. Mm-hmm. How it goes against Mormonism. Yeah. And that is a list that includes mm-hmm. hip-hop, sure. black men, and homosexuals. <laughs> so, Heather, you cool. <laughs> but also, wait to like so explicitly be like, Mormonism is not for black people or gay people. Y- yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> God bless it. I think Jen mentioned this as well that her husband, who's who's black, was like, "I'm not going to become Mormon because they didn't let black people into the church until like the '70s or whatever." Oh, yeah. Um. So I thought it was like valiant for them to be like, "Hey, there's some like, even though like we grew up in this, there's some weird shit." But <laughs> now I normally hate like when someone's like, "Oh, well, women especially are like, I'm friends with the gays," but like somehow. I was like, Heather, Heather's 10 years behind, so I feel like she's there, you know? Like, she's, she's <laughs> yeah. fine. We're, we're going to grandfather her into that one. <laughs> and, and I was like, I hope we get some good, like, Heather and Brooks interactions, you know? Because she needs to prove yeah. she needs to walk the walk and not just talk the talk. Well, I... <laughs> well, sorry, this part really got me, but... Um, I am concerned, though, because there are some rumors about Heather and mostly that she was a good time gal in college. <laughs> Nicole, is that an official term that people are called like, oh, she was a good time gal? <laughs> like, is that just something everybody knows what it means? The, the, like, first of all, if someone called me that, it would make me laugh so hard. But the but the immediate, like, fury that 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 brought into Heather like I feel like there must be some like because they went to BYU right so I wonder if there's like something in the like when they're going through they're like this is what you're not allowed to do and you sign it or whatever like I wonder if that's a term that's that's used because it brought out such fury in Heather so quickly that I was yeah, like, like not the first time she's heard it or been <laughs> it or yeah, a good time gal. And I believe it was Lisa, I believe, who said that, right? Yes. Because also, Lisa also claims 
that yeah. even though their friendship started in college, she's mm. like, I don't remember Heather. And that is a huge conflict. So I, I meant to look this up and I didn't. Um, but like, uh, part of me understands that. But like, part of me is like, isn't BYU like a really big school? I thought so. Like, I, I like they have a division one football team or something like that. Yeah. A- and mm. also, if I'm friends with somebody now that I was friends with in college, like I'm always growing and like getting better and better. So honestly, it's a plus if you're like, yeah, I don't really remember <laughs> the weird way that you were back then. Like that's a plus. Yeah. I think. Just a quick note, there are 30,843 undergrads at Brigham Young University. So, like... Holy shit. That's a lot. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. But, I, but Heather is Heather now also claims to be Mormon royalty. And this is when she said her father worked for... Or grandfather worked for Howard Hughes, I believe. Which I was like, why did we just power through that? I need to know so much more about that. Like... Yeah. I want to talk about peeing in bottles and leaving them around. <laughs> yes. Yes. Now, <laughs> I one of, sorry, I'm jumping all over with Heather because I really, really enjoyed Heather and I feel like yeah. we're going to get a lot out of Heather. Um, yeah. Probably the most. What's that? Probably the most, I think. It's my prediction. Yeah, and her and Jen are like besties who is also just a level of bonkers. I don't, I, she's what, she is exactly what I want in a housewife, you know, like she's a little bizarre. (laughs) She is friends with Heather ostensibly because she can get just poison injected into any part of her body that she wants. Yeah, she had a real, like, superhero moment where she was getting Botox in her armpits Mm -hmm. because, God forbid, you sweat. (laughs) And Heather was like, ooh, it's going to hurt, it's going to hurt. And she was like, it doesn't hurt me. And she just powered through. She just powered through like a badass. It's like she was born. She's, like, fucking born to put Botox in her armpits. She's like, no, this this is my calling. I put Botox in every portion of my body she like there was there was a quick cut scene where like heather was talking about how if if jen hears about something she'll bring it to my attention so we can get it to my clinic and like there was a quick cut scene where she was like can you put it in my knees (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah and i love that about her i love that yeah, and she's she's willing to spearhead it. She'll be like, oh, "I'll be the first person to have it put in my knees." Yeah, she was like, "I'll do it. I'm d- what put whatever you need, put it in. I'm I'm fine." <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so I we'll we'll power through because I definitely want to get to Mary. But Jen, do you want to give a quick uh, overview of of the party that Jen decided to throw for? For Lisa, excuse me, very. For Meredith. I'm sorry. Jeez Louise. (laughs) Who cares? It doesn't matter. (laughs) Not one bit. Um, Well, so Jen, she just loves throwing parties so much. 
and to the point where everyone is aware that whether or not she says it's for somebody's birthday or some other occasion, everyone knows it's really for her. And that is what happens here. It's Christmas for Meredith's birthday, but Jen, oh my God, Jen mm -hmm. makes it, she's part Tongan in heritage. Yeah. She gives it a Tongan theme and she admits that she had Tongan dancers flown in for the occasion. <laughs> okay. Flown, flown in from where though? Where do you, because I feel yeah. like they were flown in from like, I don't know, not from an island. You know, they were flown in from like Connecticut or something. Like not even, not even that far from like Vegas. I mean, I hope. Because I knew I was going to see some rich shit going on, but that kind of takes the cake. Yeah, it, I just, she seemed to know them, so it's like, I don't know. Either way, I mean, yes, was it cool? Probably. Did it make sense for this party? Nah. No. Oh. <laughs> no. And also, can we talk about how they call her house the chalet? The only chalet uh -huh. I was ever aware of uh -huh. was Bernie Brewers. Yeah. And don't so, go up there. It's his. It, well, actually, did you hear? So Bernie Brewer, for those listening, is the mascot for the Milwaukee Brewers baseball team. His chalet actually exists at Lakefront Brewery. Mm -hmm, and for mm -hmm. a lot of money, you can have a 60-minute date up there. What? Mm -hmm. Now, my brother-in-law, Lale... Lale Mason, everybody knows him. <laughs> he one time got kicked out because he climbed up there and slid down the, the slide. That is a very Lale yeah. to do, it sounds like. Yeah. But yeah. he did it. He got that experience though, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, can I say one thing about Jen's party that really like I just it really got me was that they showed a clip of her moving all the furniture out of her like living room dining room area which i kind of get like if you're gonna have a large party and you just want to like space for like dancing and you're gonna put up like i don't know big tables or something that's fine but then when they showed the party they brought a different furniture in mm -hmm. but for what why oh nicole you're so naive <laughs> um you <laughs> <laughs> my simple midwestern brain can't can't understand opulence you know oh yeah i mean look jen's the party planner yeah i trust her to make the right calls you know what you're right i should just just trust her jen knows what she's doing and you know what everyone knows that the party is for her to the point where some sweet old gal named Aaron had a gift for her at the party. And when they told her, like, no, it's Meredith's birthday, she said, oh, shiz. Another I want to talk about this woman. Yeah. This woman. But they're, like, ten years behind. Now, was her name Aaron? Um, I'm getting that from memory. I don't know. Okay. I had it written down as Sarah, but I don't know one way or the other. But 
that moment was one of the greatest moments of this episode. Like, I want more of her. I want her to be a housewife. I, I don't know what she's up to. I don't know what she's doing. But when she, she walked in to sort of, I don't know where they were. They were preparing. But it was Jen and Heather. And she, <laughs> and she sang in a very, like, Marilyn Monroe-y type seductive voice, happy birthday to Jen, to which Heather and Jen looked at her very confused. And halfway through, she just went, what? <laughs> Well, because even when she was saying that she like wasn't her, she was like happy. She was trailing off. Happy birthday to Jen. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, shiz. Oh, shiz. <laughs> I loved her. I was happy for her. I wanted. It was like every time you're at a bar in college, there's like one. There's one lady who's who's that level of like party girl you know like i'd say she might be she might even be a good time gal is all i'm saying (laughs) and i loved her for it you know careful that is a slur i mean i mean that in the best sense of the word all right you know she she might even be a Oh, my God. Oh, good gravy. There is one other thing I want to say about Jen, and that is um, the conversation she had with her sons about um, dating. <laughs> or I don't even know if it was dating. It was like it, like being text messaged by a girl or something. I don't even know. What, I don't remember what started it. Um, well, because the older brother kind of let slip that the younger brother had a girlfriend Mm -hmm, and I want to know like how intimidating Jen and her husband are to their kids that the young one finished everything with ma'am yeah like are you requiring that (laughs) well her husband's a football coach so like a college football coach so I feel like that like if this were like wife swap, they'd be like, and he runs this house like a like a coach, you know, like he's you know, and then they bring in some like hippie like dad who just like is fine or whatever. Um, but she said something about kissing that that I that she has I will say that she has since apologized for profusely on on Twitter. <laughs> okay, all right, because yeah, yikes. She did in uh did suggest that you could catch AIDS from kissing someone. And that is not true, <laughs> first and foremost. Even her older son in the episode was like, no. <laughs> yeah. But again, maybe more than 10 years behind. They perhaps are still in the 80s in Utah. But, you know, just right. to clarify, she has apologized and you cannot get AIDS from kissing someone. So <laughs> just throwing that out there. <laughs> yeah. That was a weird uh scene of parenting yeah like i kind of it was weird because at the at at the time i was like oh it's kind of like funny like the older son is like kind of like doing that thing where he's making fun of his mom without his mom knowing it and like it was kind of cute but then like she just like dropped that stuff and i was like let's let's reel it back all right now oh wait do you have one go go please about jen is jen has a number of assistants Oh my gosh, how could I forget? Go, please. But assistant number one is Mm -hmm. a man named Stuart. And I'm so baffled because Stuart is like, as far as I can tell, Mm -hmm. just like the 
plainest <laughs> middle-aged man mm-hmm. who, and I don't know this. I'm, I want to be very clear. I'm speculating, which is not even fair, but like, he doesn't even seem gay. Yeah. So like what, how did he get this job and why does he enjoy it? And it just was, it was like, here's just some fucking dude named Stuart. <laughs> and he's the number one assistant to the number one housewife of Salt Lake City. Yeah, I mean, boy, I don't know, but he, he, he was, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I mean, it came off very like, um, like he's a curmudgeon a little bit, but like, yeah. But what does he, what do you think he does? Like, what does he do? Yeah, what does he do? And yeah, like, why does this job interest him? Because it must be real hard to be her assistant. I mean, we saw yeah. him into the party and everything. Like, what's he getting out of it? Just paid really well, I guess. I, guess, I mean, because he, he drove her, which was one thing, which I kind of understand. Not necessarily in Salt Lake City, but I mean, I guess I don't know. I've never, have you been to Salt Lake City? Never. Okay, me neither. Because I, I kind of get like if you were in New York or something having a driver. Yeah. I don't know. So I mean, I'm, I'm hope to see more of Stuart. I'm, same. And, you know, maybe every episode we, we uncover another <laughs> uh, little piece of his life. Because I, I don't get it. I don't get it. And I don't get it. Yeah, I mean it. The, like, so having like, the, I I will say that like a baffling assistant type character is not unprecedented on on Housewives. Um, like, for example, Sonia from New York has multiple interns. I don't know what they're interning with or what they're doing. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm concerned about is she just not paying people who are working for her and calling it internships, but you know. Um, so I guess it's not unprecedented, but like it, it is very, it, and the distinction of first assistant, like, mm-hmm. because There's, I, th- we did meet briefly another one, right? Actually two other ones. Did we meet both of the other ones? I mean, like so briefly. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And, and again, like, I, I don't know how else to say it, but he's like the plainest middle-aged yeah. man. Like no one I would expect. <laughs> To be first assistant of her. Yeah, like you're saying he's not like styling her. Like you don't see him like picking out couture outfits for her or anything like that. Right. Yeah. I'm yeah, yeah. Okay. Have we gotten to the, the creme de la creme? Well, let's get to, yeah, let's get to Mary because then I do like I want we'll end we'll just talk about Mary and then let's end with the Mary Jen drama because I it's one of the funnier housewives feuds I've ever ever had the pleasure of experiencing and I love it to to the, my core I love it but let's <laughs> why don't you give your quick overview of totally normal nothing weird about Mary? Yes, Mary, um, Mary. She is what is basically a pastor, but she mm-hmm. does not like that term because she mm-hmm. thinks it makes her sound old. But she's sure. not Mormon. She is Pentecostal. Mm-hmm. And she's basically like the pastor at this Pentecostal church. She mm-hmm. is the one who said, I love God, but I'm not afraid to read you like a scripture. Yeah. Um, and, and she's been married for 21 years. Mm-hmm. 
to a special someone. Uh, and that someone is her step-grandfather. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, because I guess that means mm-hmm. that her grandma was married to this man. Yep. And then when her grandma was dying, she said, I want you to marry one of my granddaughters. Yeah. She, she, it, it, it felt like she left her granddaughter to him in a will, which yeah, like, I'm not, I didn't know you could do that, but here we are. And not only did she do it, but they were like, well, we got to do it now. <laughs> and 21 years later, I guess they're very happy. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine, can you imagine for a second kissing romantically a man that your grandma did mm-hmm. this thing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now I want to, <laughs> it's so weird. It's so like, now I knew this. I, I, so when they announced Salt Lake City, I did like a deep dive and started following some folks that I thought might be housewives and she was one of them. And, and so I've been, I've been sitting with this, with this for a while now. Um, <laughs> but one of, I think one of my favorite just, bits to this is that as soon as she said that like they were all kind of doing their intro packages and she she told the story and she said something like they kind of explained it and she was like and we are blessed for it and it was like a very weird creepy moment and they just hard cut to to jen who was just like step grandpa grandpa i don't care shit's weird (laughs) i was like thank you jen like we just needed like a burst of reality there for a second and it was so wild and like Shit's weird. I, and so I'm coming from the other way. I didn't know this was coming. Yeah. I didn't, and I actually, the first time, Mary tries to pass it off as though it's not weird. Mm -hmm. And so the first time they said it, I almost glossed over it. Yeah. Because she didn't seem to be putting a lot of importance on it. And then when it got to the gen part, yeah. being like, shit's weird, I had to rewind and listen again because I'm like, wait, something's weird. And I obviously like wasn't. <laughs> Your brain like blacked it out. You were like, I'm not, I will not take that information into my brain. <laughs> <laughs> so they're, they're blessed for it. Yeah. Um, now I... <laughs> I also want to say that in in doing some diving into this, there are some there are some uh, accusations out there that the, it's less of a church and more of a cult. <laughs> I I would I I would hear some of that. Yeah, uh, and that at some point. <laughs> so this actually will lead into the into the the fight that we referenced, but at some point Mary disappeared from the congregation and, and he had told the congregation that she was quite ill um, and that she was suffering from the same thing that her grandmother had died from because the congregation knew their, her grandma because they at some point had, she had been the first lady of this church at some point. Um, And then the accusations are that like the church gave a whole bunch of money to them to like for her medical bills and stuff. And then she, she returned with a a new face. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, none of all of this is unsubstantiated Twitter rumor, but I will say that Jen actually like retweeted a whole bunch of stuff about it. So like suggesting that it's true, which who knows, you know, it's a, you know, whatever, but like shout out to Jen like for keeping, what is that? It sounds like the truest thing I've heard. <laughs> this whole damn thing. I believe it. <laughs> I mean, she's super strange too. Just like generally like a very uniquely strange person and like, I mean, I, I always want to see strange people on reality TV, so I'm I'm fine with it, but it, you know. Like, strange in a way where I was like, it's, I, I just didn't see her and Whitney actually having dinner as friends as something not orchestrated. Yeah. Like, by the show. Like, I just don't see them happening like without yeah Yeah, I when we were watching it I said like this felt like a test shot like uh, like they were casting people and they're like why don't you guys have lunch together and see if if you guys have chemistry on the screen kind of thing like either good or bad but like it it felt like a real test shot to me as well because like she was kind of like explaining herself and like Whitney was just like "Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-huh yeah Um, okay, so we're kind of heading or coming down to time here. So why don't can you give us a quick uh, insight into my favorite uh, my favorite Real Housewives beef I've ever heard in my entire life, and what what Jen and Mary are fighting about as of now? I assume it develops into bigger, but I would love to. Yeah, uh, it all came to a head mm-hmm. when this group of ladies was hanging out, mm-hmm. and Jen. Uh, yep seemingly the last to arrive mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she comes around and hugs everybody there mm-hmm. and that was not okay with Mary mm-hmm. and as Mary was quoted as saying you smell like hospital <laughs> <laughs> um, and she Mary was not wrong right Jen had just come from the hospital mm-hmm. her aunt who was like a mother to her mm-hmm, mm-hmm was having both <laughs> legs amputated. Right. And so, and then Mary can't, Mary can't smell hospital because it takes her to a really dark place, probably when she was getting that new face. So, well, uh, the, yes, but she was getting, I believe she, she said she was getting her sweat glands removed from her. Oh. <laughs> yes, yes. Sweat glands, old. She called them old lady glands. What does that mean? So, wait, <laughs> we need to back up here a little because, yeah. So, Mary, mm-hmm. upon hearing from Jen that her aunt needed legs amputated, mm-hmm. Mary is basically like, "That sounds like a dumb problem." <laughs> wasn't taking care of herself mary's advice she should have been drinking more water and yet mary at the same time is like i needed to have my old lady glands removed there was nothing i could do about that so (sighs) the joy that this brings me is is not i don't even know how to express the joy that it brings to me that (laughs) 
I mean, Mary's beef is that Jen smelled like hospital, <laughs> and and she doesn't care what the circumstance was because clearly Jen's aunt wasn't drinking enough water, <laughs> right? Like <laughs> that bitch had properly hydrated. Mm-hmm. None of us would be in this mess today. <laughs> and if <laughs> so, stay hydrated, folks. A lot less drama in your life. Now, I will say that, like, for me, I believe that, I believe what Jen said, like I do, but I do feel like it felt like her beef was more that she suggested that she didn't smell good than that she didn't care about her situation. Because I felt like Jen was like, and she told me I smelled like hospital. And then when it was like, that's weird, she was like, and also this, (laughs) like... (laughs) I mean, I don't one know. Of the big questions for you was like, who's mm-hmm. in the right? Because they're both. I mean, obviously, yeah. Mary's not in the right. Yeah. Jen. What irritates me about Jen is just like, we all just need to drop this most ridiculous fight <laughs> ever. Like you're both insane. Yeah, I mean, like. So, like most housewives fights, uh, I think, like, if you were a normal human being, um, it wouldn't be a fight because you would say, like, I'm sorry I reacted. I did have a bad experience. That smell makes me anxious, but it wasn't fair to put that on you. And then she would have said, you know what? I had a bad day because my aunt had her legs amputated. I probably took this too extreme and blah, blah, blah. Right? But that's not why we watch this show. We want to (laughs) see Mary double down and say, sorry about your aunt. Should have drank more water. You know? Like, (laughs) I just, I want to go through life and I want a lot of fights just so I can drop the most incredible insult of you smell like hospital <laughs> bro you smell like hospital bitch you smell like hospital oh i mean what a wild ride i mean this is episode one is already it's already iconic you know it's already iconic and the fact that like literally they're sitting there fighting about this it's basically like you smell like hospital, and then it goes to be continued. <laughs> <laughs> like what? What's going to be continued? Oh, this fight, and it seems as if the fight continues on. Truly, like oh, for yeah, for months. <laughs> also, I will say I did read that all of this was filmed prior to COVID, and and so we're gonna get a lot of. I think we're gonna get still get a lot of like normal like hot, like dumb parties and things. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. But it also is funny because that was like forever ago, and so like I love following them on Twitter because they're just like st- they're like rehashing an argument about who smells like hospital from like a year ago, which is very fun for me. I love that. And you're like. Yeah, a lot more people smell the hospital because of the pandemic. <laughs> uh, so I have one last thing I wanted to bring up, and as it's truly unimportant, but so and then I'll let you anything else you have. Um, but there was a point in the party um, where a woman like looked at a server who was like you know like passing food or whatever, and and she and he was like, "Do you want this?" And all she said to him was, "Meow meow." Do you remember this? <laughs> 
I remember this. It really hit me because I was like, if I was a server and someone said meow, meow to me, I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with this bitch? Like, who says that to a server? Was it was it the same woman who was singing Happy Birthday Earth? I think, <laughs> I think it was a different person, but it might have been. Let's say it was. But yeah, that was such a strange moment where like, you have to imagine like this guy who's a server who was hired to be standing there with his shirt off. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right, he's going into it knowing it's going to be not your average gig. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. even knowing that, Meow Meow was probably more <laughs> than he bargained for. You know, like that was yeah. unexpected. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like there's always, uh, with the housewives, it's always like, a little cringy when they're like 50 year old women are like aggressively hitting on like the 23 year old server who's like clearly just trying to get his like acting or or model career going and and no shade like get on tv with your shirt off good for you but like he's just trying to always like like but yeah the only cringe is like in the in the hitting on the meow 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 (laughs) well i i am did you have any any other moments that we we passed over well no i just want to ask you Mm -hmm. because this is my first housewives episode ever sure i mean is yeah is this par for the course is this even wilder than your average I would say it's it's par for it, it was a it was a good showing for the first episode in terms of housewives um wives housewife franchise but uh it 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 did feel like a, a like a pilot episode like they were leaning into who they were a little hard it felt a little like I would say it's a little more natural and you know people have settled into their characters it's been a long time since we had a new housewife franchise like i think dallas and or potomac are the most recent and they're like five five seasons in four or five seasons in so yeah. you know we're you know i i I feel hopeful for this franchise it feels it feels good yeah i think and and there's there's absolutely no telling how much mormonism yeah. gives the boost you know, it's hard to say because it does feel a little like uh, there'll be like some wild, you know, good time gals who are trying to break free of Mormon Mormonism. Um, but it also feels like there'll be go- some good, you know, conflict in terms of like, I don't know, Meredith or Lisa. I, I assume I'm going to hate one or both of them shortly, but um, they do feel like they're a little like they're going to be like the judgy ones that are on the other side of the like very you know there's always like various housewife tropes of like oh we're we're old money and they're new money kind of kind of stuff but yeah you know we'll see i've been wrong before you know no you haven't <laughs> no you haven't <laughs> But that's the fun of Housewives is, like, you can love a Housewife one season and then the next season you're just like, nah, no, thanks. But I will say I don't hate any Housewives. We need bad guys. We need jerks. We need we need to root against someone. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll wrap it up with the question that I ask every time. Will you watch this one again? Unless, if I don't make you, I should say. Oh, wow. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, I think, I think I might. I think I would give the stock answer that I give you a lot because it's what I feel like. If I got to like fold some laundry and I need some. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. But now I will recommend if you, if you want to jump into a relatively new franchise, that's, that's top notch. You get on into Potomac, you know, I just have to. Yeah. I mean, there's only, there's only whatever we're on season five or whatever. They're great. You could skip the first season if you want to, cause it's a little different, but it's fine. It's good. Oh, right. On, they on like, context. Yeah. I'll give that some serious thought. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for jumping in. We're going to hopefully have Dana here for a little bit more until, you know, whatever, who cares for as long as we, <laughs> you know, she can stay forever. It's fine. Um, so obviously we're in Wisconsin, so it's a ever living nightmare here but do you have any anything that you want to plug twitter instagram whatever yeah my twitter and my instagram they're both at airhead ehr underscore head but i mean that's that's what i got going on <laughs> yeah. and i'm recently single whoa slide into those dms <laughs> Well, congrats. Well, thank you again for, for being on and, and helping out. Thank you for having me. I look forward to making you watch more reality shows. I can't wait. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Dana.